Welcome to Keep Calm and Homeschool On. I'm your host, Rebecca from homeschoolon.com, and today I have a really special feature for you. I am going to be talking about what I wish my kids knew. Now, this is not going to be your typical what I wish my kids knew. This is not going to be some sappy, and and I'm not meaning I don't like reading those. Okay, let's just back up, rewind. Okay, this is not going to be some heart-wrenching, tears, sobbing, you know, I wish you knew that that I loved you even when I fail. No, that's, that's not today's. Today's is actually like bring your kids over, give them the headphones, and say, here, welcome to my life. This is what I wish you knew. It's going to be less of a, you are everything to me, and more of a step up, okay? Let's have a reality check. So this is a reality check for my children. Not sure if I tell them this stuff all the time, but I do tell them this stuff quite a bit. I feel like they know all of this stuff if I were to tell them, but maybe I need to sit my own kids down and let them hear mommy's voice, mommy's voice talking to them about the realities of homeschooling from a parent's perspective, because it ain't all sunshine and rainbows, you guys. All right, so... If you are new to my podcast, you definitely need coffee, okay? Just go grab yourself some coffee, a pot, a cup. I don't know what you have. Just make it work. Uh, Coffee or tea and come and find a quiet place to sit or do dishes or, you know, multitask, whatever, whatever works for you. And we are going to dive right in because we got a lot to cover today. I've got 10 things, 10 whole things that I want my kids to know. And I feel like you want yours to know as well. So here we go. All right, so I'm kind of imagining that I'm talking to my own children right now, and I'm actually going to be speaking to the child, okay? I'm not actually talking to you today, Mom. I'm talking to the child. And whether or not you're the one listening to it and getting a kick out of it, or whether or not it's your child, I just feel like I need to approach this as if I'm talking to my own children and just really tell them how I feel about things. And for them, they're going to be sitting here like, thanks, Mom. But you know, it's, it's going to happen. So the first thing that you need to know, kids, is that this isn't about me. It's about you. Okay? I'm not saying all the problems in the world are yours. The problems in the world are mostly mine. They're mostly on my shoulders. But I'm saying that there's, there's a part that everyone has to play in this beautiful harmony of our family and or discord that is our family. It takes two to fight. And while we may not be fighting, some of the negativity in our homeschool stems not just from me, but also from you. And we are going to take equal responsibility in this today, guys. That's what's going to happen. All right. So the first thing, there's 10, you guys, there's 10 things. So the first thing that, that I want you to know is that mommy's trying really hard. I'm trying really hard, you guys. I know I fail and I know that I make mistakes and I know that all of our days are not perfect. And I know that there are some times that you feel like you are not heard. And there are some times that you feel like I'm spending more time with another child than I am with you. And there are some times when you see that I'm wasting time on my phone or doing something else and you feel like you are neglected in some way or misunderstood in some way or just woe is you in some way because life is difficult. I get all of that. I feel those same things all the time. Like all the time. I feel like my life is very difficult and I can feel like a total martyr, okay? But the reality is, is that I am trying my very 
best. And some days my trying my very best is that mommy's going and having a little bath or sitting in her room and watching a show. And that isn't because I'm giving up. That's because my trying my very best is I need a little break from whatever's happening here or I'm going to lose my mind. So even in the times that you feel like mommy's checking out, that's actually me trying my best. I am trying to present myself to you as the best possible person that I can. I am trying to make these lessons fun. I am not trying to be your enemy. I am not your enemy. I am trying my best. I'm trying very hard and I need you to understand that and have had grace for that and, and bear with me in that. And I need you to step up a little bit and try your best because sometimes it feels a little one-sided. Sometimes I feel like I am working my very best. I am trying and trying and trying, but you can, you can't get blood out of a stone. Okay, sometimes I feel like it doesn't matter how good I try to make the day. If you decide that you don't want it to be a good day, then there is nothing else that I can do. If you decide the whole world is against you and that includes me, then there is nothing I can do to change your mind. I can sing fun songs and turn on nice music and read all the fun books and try to make all the jokes, but it really takes both of us. And so I am trying my best and I have grace for you when you struggle and I need you to do the same for me and I need us both to try here because it takes two, you guys. It takes two. The number two thing that I feel like you need to know is that school is not that great, okay? It's just not that great. I mean, I know sometimes you sit there and you feel sorry for yourself that all your friends that you know from church or wherever else are in school and they have recess and and backpacks and and teachers and it just seems so exciting and so you play your little games at home and you pretend to be the teacher and I, I see it in you. I see inside of you the little spark, the little the little belief system that school would be better. School would be more fun. School would be more engaging. School would be less boring. All right, well, it might be less boring. I'll give you that because there would be a lot of activity and sometimes our days are pretty slow. But here's the reality. School ain't that great. Okay, I'm talking like eight hours. I'm talking like sometimes, sometimes for your dad, it was a whole heck of a lot more than eight hours because he had to get on a bus and sit and wait for all the other stops to happen and pickups. It was the first and last, the first to be picked up and the last to be dropped off. And it was literally an hour and a bit on a bus each direction. So he is getting up at six. You guys can't get up at six. I can't even get you up at like nine o'clock in the morning. And you guys are like stumbling out of bed like, like, like. I won't even say what like, but it's not good, you guys. It's like, it's like, it's just not good. So I can't even imagine you having to wake up every day at 6 a.m., eat and, and actually be like awake and, and human in any capacity to get out the door and then go sit on a bus for an hour and a half. Imagine that, you guys. Imagine an hour and a half on a bus. Then you get to school and it's like eight hours. We're talking like long days, long days. I mean, maybe not eight hours, maybe it's six hours. I don't know, whatever. But the point is they're long. So yeah, sure, you get your little recess and you get your little lunch break. But likely if I send you to school, you're not getting no fancy lunch anyways. Everyone else is going to have the snackables and the candies and the chocolate bars and the little chocolate milks. And you're going to be getting like the same old sandwich every single day because I ain't making it for you. So you're going to have boring food that you're not excited about when you could be at home eating something made on a stove. Just think about that for a second. 
Okay, so so let's just prioritize what you actually have and what you would actually have or not have at school. So that's just aside from the food, which we're going to talk about a little bit later, okay? But right now, I'm focusing on the differences. You will come home with homework. So you've sat at a desk most of the day. You had little breaks. You got to walk up and down the halls. Woo, that was fun. And then you you get to come home and you have homework. Homework. Yeah, I know you don't know what that is, but basically that means that after you've done school for six hours, you get to do school for two more hours at home. And I still would be the person that would be teaching you all those things. So imagine exactly what we're doing right now and then add six hours to that because that would be what we do and there would still be frustration and you would still get annoyed with me because I would still have to help you with all of those things and then too bad straight to bed because you got to get up at 6 a.m tomorrow so school just not that great it's really not I mean I, I bring up the bully thing every once in a while because I was bullied and I can tell you from experience that it's not very pleasant but but you're gonna deal with difficulties you're gonna deal with difficult kids you're gonna walk into situations and feel really uncomfortable and school at home is actually literally from somebody that's experienced the other side it is a gift so I know you don't always see it that way but sometimes when you feel sorry for yourself you need to just change your perspective and be thankful that you get to stay home you get to be in your pajamas and cuddle up and and see your brothers and sisters because it is a gift number three this is important we're just gonna have a little pause here just for for everybody to listen up learning is not a punishment okay I'm not trying to punish you it's not like go to your room no that's not learning learning is actually a privilege I know we talk about this a lot I know I know but I feel like we have to talk about it a lot because I keep on seeing the same attitudes expressed over and over and over I see the tears rising up it's like oh I have to do okay 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 but there are kids who walk like eight hours to go to school you guys like like literally middle of the night walking over boulders and and hiking trails to try to get to an education it is a privilege it is a privilege it has become a right here in North America because of where we live and because we are incredibly blessed as people however the ability to learn is a privilege and it is really about your perspective. You have to shift your perspective. I am tired of constantly having to push you, encourage you, and, and make everything exciting and fun when the reality is sometimes it just needs to come from within yourself. You need to find within yourself that this is fun. You need to find within yourself that learning is actually, sure, it's work. But work does not have to be something that you always dread. Work has rewards. You need to learn this. You need to learn that work has rewards always and forever. Whether that reward is money, getting paid, having a good job. I mean, you get a good education, you're going to get a good job that will give you good money. That is all reward system for the work you're putting in now. Aside from that, there are rewards in anything that you do. Even if that is not monetary value, there are rewards in how it makes you feel. There are rewards in the kind of person it's going to make you. There are rewards in the character that it's building within you. 
You need to find and see and value the reward of hard work. When you do hard work on that math lesson and you finally master that and you see it come and it's that excitement, that is a reward. And you need to learn not for the sake of me, not for the sake of a test, but for the sake of that moment. That moment in and of yourself where you can be proud of what you've accomplished, where you can be proud that you persevered and where you can say, I did it. Because that's the kind of stuff that the foundation of who you are going to become. I am not trying to punish you. This is a privilege and you need to start seeing it that way. Number four, mommy doesn't always know what she's doing. (laughs) I say always, but there's a lot of times I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing when, when, well, actually almost every day. Okay. It's not like I'm like sitting here planning everything minute by minute. I don't know. It's like wake up and see what the day brings. But I actually don't know what I'm doing a lot of the time. Like, like when, when you don't respond to that lesson or when I've tried this curriculum and this curriculum and this curriculum, there are some times, there are a lot of times, if we're being honest, that mommy's sitting here like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've tried it all and I'm tired of even trying. Does anyone else like, like right now, Anyone else feel that way? It's like, it's like you, you've tried so much and every new thing you try, it's like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of your life. Like you kids, when you go to bed, I'm literally sitting here. I did it tonight. I have wasted four hours. I could have been writing. I could have been working. I could have been doing something else. I could have been cleaning. I could have been prepping for tomorrow. But you know what I was doing? I was looking up homeschool curriculum. I was researching different things and and what they're like and looking at samples. And I could do that for four, six, eight, ten hours and then maybe make a decision, purchase it. Now I get it into my home and I'll have to spend another four, six, eight hours reading and understanding and setting it up and getting the binders and printing and doing this and doing that. And then once I finally kind of have a handle on it, then I present that to you and it doesn't work again. Okay. Those are the moments that mommy's like, I don't know anymore. I don't know what I'm doing. And so for you listening to this right now, or maybe not listening to this, but in spirit, okay, you need to know as my child that I need your input, that your education is not just me. I am not the person in charge of your education who is just going to go out and and spoon feed and try to find every little thing and, and make it happen. It does take two of us. If you decide that you refuse to be educated, I cannot force you. Now, I am doing my best and I'm searching and I'm finding and I'm researching, but the person that ultimately is making the decisions on things of whether it's going to work or not is you. So pay attention to things. Why isn't it working? What's frustrating you? Instead of melting down and weeping and crying about it, if you could just talk to me about it and say, you know what, I really don't like this, mom, or don't understand this, but maybe if it was like this, or could we try that? You know, I I would relish your input because at this point, I'm kind of just sitting here now twiddling my thumbs. I'm like, I've tried it all, so maybe one day it'll click. So all I'm saying in point number four is have some grace for me when I don't know what I'm doing because I'm really just figuring it out. I mean, you older kids, you're really just, just, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry because I'm just trying to figure it out all the time. And you younger kids, I'm like, sometimes I'm sorry because I'm so busy working with the older kids that I don't even have time. So so everyone's just got to have grace in our house. There's got to be a lot of grace in our home, but also you need to help. This isn't a dictatorship, 
okay? We are equal partners in your education. And so you have to take a vested interest because it's you that we're talking about. I will do everything within my power, but you need to come and join me. Come join me. Join me over here being interested in your education, okay? Because <laughs> it's a privilege. Okay, moving on. Number five, I don't actually want to be your teacher. Okay, now moms everywhere are like, quick, hit the pause button. Wait, no, that's not what I mean. Okay, what I mean by that is that I don't want to go and emulate and create a school environment where I'm up at the very front teaching you down there, oh, lowly child and student who knows nothing. I will educate you. I know everything. I have all the answers. Nope. That's not what I'm interested in because that's why I'm homeschooling you. I'm homeschooling you because I want something different for you. I'm homeschooling you because I don't want to be your teacher way up here, you way down here. I educate you and stuff all the information down your throat. I want to be your partner and your mentor. I want you to start taking ownership for your lessons. I want to be a part of this journey that you're on. I don't want to be spoon feeding you all the way. I want you to start to take that ownership to say this is my education and then we together can create that kind of education that you want. What are you interested in? How can we make it more tailored towards you? Because I am actually incredibly vested in your education. You are my child, but that needs to be two of us together. I don't want to be the person at the front who is telling you everything that you need to do. So instead, if you're getting a little annoyed with that, frankly, so am I. Come on over. Let's sit down. Let's make a plan. Why don't you start planning out your lessons and deciding what you're going to do and what it's going to look like? Start to take a vested interest in your education because I don't actually want to be your teacher. I want to be your mentor. This brings us to point number six. I want you to get as excited as I am about learning because quite frankly, it is deflating when I build up and work and prepare and plan and get all excited and bring you this lesson and you mope, you gripe, you complain, you slump your shoulders, you're so disinterested in it. I understand. Again, I get, I get it, I get it, I get it. It's work. Nobody wants to do work. We all want to procrastinate. We all want to avoid it. But the reality is you can't avoid it, okay? We all have to learn. We have to learn something. So we're working and we're trying to make it as exciting as and as engaging as possible. And I need you to cheer up just a little bit, just a little bit. If we have to do it anyways, would you rather do it like that with a bad attitude and with the fighting or would you rather do it together and have fun in the process? Because anything can be fun if you choose to make it fun. Yeah. Point number seven, these just all kind of start to blend together. Point number seven is I'm learning too. I am learning too. Do you know that most of what you are going to learn, you're actually not going to retain? Now, I know you're sitting there and you're like, well, what's the point? Okay, well, the point is you need to learn how to think 
and you need to learn how to read and you need to learn how to write and you need to learn how to do math. You do need those things. Unfortunately, those things you do need. Most of the other things that we learn about are to teach you how to think and how to critically think and how to analyze and how to study and how to learn. That's what we're learning. We're learning how to learn. And so, so many different lessons that we are doing together, I've either forgotten or I've never done. So as we are doing this in this journey and this exploration of learning together, I am excited. And part of the reason I'm excited is because I, I get a second chance. I have a second opportunity to go through these lessons and to see them through different eyes. So when I do that math lesson that maybe when I was your age was a major bore and I hated, I now get to go through it again and I understand it and it clicks and I think, well, that's not too hard. We're just going to do this and this and this and this. So we get to learn together. And that's part of the reason that I get excited. I get excited about bringing you that poetry book. I get excited about reading that read aloud because I've either never heard it before or because I forget or because I am learning and enjoying this process just as much, I hope, as what you are. So this is not a one-sided thing. I'm not trying to just stuff everything in your face. I am actually along with you on this ride and I want it to be something. I want it to be an adventure that we do together. Don't think of it like I'm just trying to be your teacher. Start to think of this as a journey of exploration together. I am your partner. I want to partner with you and learn alongside you and have fun along the way. And I really think that if you could shift your perspective and I could shift my perspective and all the other brothers and sisters could shift their perspective, that together we could start to really enjoy this homeschooling thing. Number eight, I really do treasure time with you. All right, there's, there's a little bit of the, the serious stuff in there, but I really do. You have to know that, that even when I feel and come across as overwhelmed or stressed or frustrated, I am treasuring the time with you. When I think of sending you away to school, it makes me very emotional, very emotional because I can't imagine, I can't imagine having what we've had for so many years together every single moment I can't imagine sending you away all day every day every day of the week I can't imagine that I treasure this time with you I treasure the snuggles on the couch I treasure reading with you I treasure doing your math with you even the difficult things I treasure when you get it I treasure the bond and the experience that we are having. And I don't want to fight you on all of this stuff. I wish you felt the same way that I did. I wish that that you could stop seeing the workload in front of you and the mountain and instead enjoy the time that we have together because this is so limited. It's so limited. And you guys, there are some days... There are some days I feel, I can see within you that they, that you either see another kid or you're feeling sorry for yourself and that you would rather be at school where you feel sorry for yourself that you are stuck at home with me and it hurts. It hurts because I feel like I'm failing you. I feel like you do not feel the same way, that you don't want to be here, that you don't treasure it. 
And I know that part of that is because you are young. I know that part of that is because you lack experience and because you haven't even seen what school is like to know the gift that you have. I know that you will never fully treasure your family until they're gone, until you're grown up and gone and you have your own family and you miss this time with your brothers and your sisters who you'll hardly ever see or your parents. I know one day you'll treasure this because I was the same way. I was homeschooled myself. I was a kid myself. My world revolved around myself and I did not know what I had until now that I look back. But I can try. I can try to help you see. I can try to help you shift your perspective on a day-to-day basis to understand and to value what you have because what you have is a gift and what I have is a gift. The opportunity to be with you is one of the greatest blessings of my entire life. Not just my adult life, my entire life. I feel like everything in my life has has led up to this moment of being with you, of seeing you grow, of reading that book with you and and using different voices and and reading read-alouds and snuggling with you on the couch and hearing about what you're struggling about. And and those things, those things are, are everything I ever wanted as a parent. And so sometimes even my own frustration with with our day that you see is not about what we're doing. It's not about the stress of this whole homeschool journey. Yes, it's hard, but part of it is because I wish that it was so much more because in my mind, I envision and I see the gift that it is. And yet some days I have trouble making that reality happen. Number nine, I want the best for you. I want the best for you. The reason that I'm homeschooling you is not to to hide you from the world, is not to hold you back from opportunity, it is because I want the best for you. If I did not want the best for you, I would send you to school because it would be easier for me. There is no question that it would be easier for me to send my five children to school and be able to do everything that I want to do and have all the time in my day to clean and to cook and to work. That would be a lot easier. But I sacrifice that and I put my kids first. And the reason for that is because I actually believe that this is the best thing. If I did not believe it was the best thing, I wouldn't be doing it. I chose to homeschool because I thought that it was the best for you. I'm not punishing you. I am giving you what I believe is the best. And I'm sacrificing a lot, to be honest, to make that happen. And the kind of things that I want for you is I want to see your heart grow. I want relationship with you and I want you to have relationships with your brothers and sisters. And I want to value your character and teach you my values so much more than academics. So much more than academics. Do you know that those are the main and most important things to me? academics is on the side and it is important and I do want you to be to be smart and you are smart you're smart no matter what grade you get on academics because quite frankly that is not the way that we are are determining how somebody is smart or not you are smart you are genius you are unique you are capable nothing that a test says is going to change that so more so than academics more so than a grade I want those things for you. And I believe that you can get the best character, the best relationship with your family, and the best strong foundation in your values and in who you are and your identity here at home. 
You have no idea what's going on in the schools right now. The kind of things that are being taught that would confuse you about who you are, that would make you question even the foundational values of, of your gender or your identity, make you question the values of what you believe. I am able to offer you something at home where you are safe. You are safe to not protected from everything and held back and not able to see anything, but you have the ability and the privilege and and the honor and the space and the time to, to grow at your own rate, to develop at your own pace, to feel how you want to feel. And regardless of whether you act out and you hit your brother or your sister, regardless of whether you have a bad day and you're super disrespectful to me, regardless of whether you're melting down because you can't stand this, this lesson one more time and you're bawling or you're, you're weeping or you're, you're whatever is happening, regardless of any of those things, you are safe and free and confident to be who you are. You are confident that you are known. I know you. No teacher is going to know you like I know you. I know you. I know when I can push you because you can do better. And I know when you are done. I know these things. You're my child. I know these things. You are loved. You can be confident you are loved here. You are not ever going to be loved in any other environment the same way that you will here. You are loved regardless of your attitude, of your outbursts, of, of what you do, of your performance. You are loved no matter what. Those are the kind of things you cannot have. You cannot have in a school environment. These are part of the reasons that I homeschool you, to one-on-one teach you, to socialize you, to give you a well-rounded socialization, not just with exact same age kids as you, but with adults and with people who are older and people who are younger in homeschool environments where you're, you're having to empathize with younger kids and you're having to empathize with your brothers and sisters and wait for them and be patient and you're having to work and grow and mature and deal with, with people who are older and adults and how to deal with those situations. I, I I homeschool to give you more opportunity to have you never feel singled out. You guys, I sometimes would go when I was in school and I, I would eat, either I would walk home to eat lunch or I sometimes would eat in the bathroom because I didn't even know where to walk and sit because I wasn't, I didn't have my little click. I didn't have my little group and I don't want you to ever feel that way. I don't want you to feel that way. And I know you will. I know I can't protect you forever. And I know the days are going to come and you're going to feel awkward and you're going to feel uncomfortable. But I know that when those days come, you are going to be confident in who you are. You are going to have an identity in who you are that cannot be shaken because you'll know who you are. That, that you will feel safe and loved and, and have this foundation and value system within yourself that, that will not be able to be moved by, by whatever the world may throw at you. So I know that you are going to have to go out and face the world, but the reason that I'm homeschooling is because I want the best for you and I truly believe that the path that we are taking is the best for you. And, and I am willing to invest even when it's difficult because of that. Number 10 is a light one because now I've been going so intense and I feel like I need to just bring it back, bring it back down to the last one, okay? The last one is... If you ask for a snack one more time, seriously, one more time. I can't even say the amount of times in the last like day and a half that people have asked in this home, in this home with my children for snacks and not just snacks, gum, like, like 
is gum going to fill you up? I'm hungry. Okay, well, well, it's going to be snack time in a little bit. Can I have gum? Do you think gum is going to fill your belly? Are you planning on eating the gum? Well, then where is the gum coming from? Because I'm being asked a lot, a lot for gum. So there's that. And then there's the snack thing. It's like you have a snack and it's like been half an hour and it's like, I'm hungry. Can I have something to eat? I'm so hungry. I, this is all I have. I'm so hungry. Okay, because we're home, I know that there's food all around us all the time. I know that's hard. I do. Because I also like to walk around the house and just grab what I want out of the pantry. It's called grazing. And I know that we have the ability to do grazing, but but the thing is, is that because I have made a, a rule in our home that everything has to come through me, that you cannot go and just help yourself to whatever you want because otherwise we would have no food in our house. Okay, so it's kind of important. Um, because of that, then you come to me five billion times a day. And I'm going to tell you right now that in order to maintain my sanity and in order to maintain the food that we have in our house and actually make it last us for meals, I'm going to have to put some stipulations, some rules, and some restrictions on the whole food thing. Okay, it's like, we're going to do the same thing school. You like school so much, let's do that. We're going to have snack time, and then we're going to have lunch time, and then we're going to have snack time again, and then we're not going to eat again until dinner time. And no, there's no dessert unless you plan on making dessert. Dessert is for fancy times and we need to address that right now. Dessert is when you are on special vacations. Dessert is when you go over to company's house, maybe. Because if you come over to my house, there ain't going to be no dessert because that's just the way we roll. So all this to say that I understand food is important and I am so glad and thankful that as a homeschool family, you guys, you children... You lucky children have the opportunity to eat home-cooked meals for all of your meals. You don't have to live off snackables. I know the snackables look nice, but, but snackables will one day probably kill you because I don't even know what's in those. Like, how long does the meat stay good? Or, or the, the, the crackers. I, I don't know, you guys. All these little, little treats that are out there. It's like, be thankful. Be thankful that we get to have a homemade muffin or soup for lunch. I know it's probably Ichiban soup from a little bag, but, but be thankful. Okay. So be thankful that you have food in the end. Sum up point number 10. Be thankful that you have food and then stop asking for it because I'm going to go insane and we don't want mommy to go insane. Right? Okay. So that's it. This went 10 minutes over, but I just, I really felt like I had to go through all of those. I mean, that's a lot of points, a lot of things that I want my kids to know. And once I got started, you know, it's just, it just kind of happened that way. But I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I don't even know what you're going to do with it. Listen to it yourself, most likely, because what kid is going to sit and listen to a podcast episode? I don't know. I don't know if that'll happen. But if you are a child listening to this podcast episode, welcome to keep calm and homeschool on. And I hope you guys that you have an amazing, amazing, amazing week. And I hope that if nothing else, do take your kids aside and do sit them down and talk to them and say, hey, 
These are some things you need to know. These are some things that maybe you need to change. And maybe you can take some of these points. Maybe some of these things spoke to you as a parent that you want to take in and add to your value system or that you want to take in and implement. Maybe your kids do need to take more ownership. And how can we do that? Maybe that is a great point for next week's discussion. How do we help our kids take ownership of their lessons? How can we transition from being teacher to being mentor where they begin to to see learning as their journey, not as something that you are imposing upon them? Because if we can get our kids to that point where they take that ownership, where it's their education and they are deciding they want to do it, then now you no longer have the battles. Now you no longer are fighting them. Now you're no longer dealing with the tears and the meltdowns because this is now their thing. So maybe we need to start coming up with some strategies of how we can help our kids transition to that and see that perspective so that they can start to take more ownership of their own education because you cannot force a child to be educated. You can teach, but you can't force them to retain it. You can't force them to learn it. You cannot force them. You can't force it to make any difference in their lives. The only person that can make a decision whether they will be educated or not is the child themselves. So that's important. That's an important thing for us to even know as parents. Anyways, I'm going to log off. I'm going to let you guys go have your homeschool days, but I hope that you were encouraged by this. If you like what you hear, please, please, please come find me over on my blog, homeschoolon.com. I've got blog posts and encouragement. All my podcast episodes are there with any links that are relevant to the podcast episode. As well, you guys, if you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher, I would love for you to take two seconds and just hit the review button. Even if you just rate it with stars, that is that all helps people find this podcast. So I would love to have you rate it. And if you have a few minutes to just write a quick review, those things make a huge difference. So I would really appreciate it. And otherwise, come find me over on Instagram or Facebook. I pretty much exist everywhere. I'm a crazy person. So So right now on Instagram, I'm doing my schoolroom overhaul. I'm taking an unfinished place in my basement, like unfinished, and I'm going to make a schoolroom because I have a super exciting thing that I'm going to be reviewing that I will be using for homeschool organizations. So there's lots of really exciting stuff coming up. Also, if you did not see it, I did a comparison review of language lessons for living education and the good and the beautiful, which I know are both very popular language arts curriculums. Now, it's not just a comparison, it is a review. And so I go through at the beginning and I show you these two things side by side and it's really just giving you a glimpse so that you can make your own decision. But then the second part of it, I actually talk about my own opinion. So yes, that is a review. I share my own opinion of why I am using what I'm using and, and all of that. So anyways, if you would like to hear it, there's a whole lot of negativity happening right now over there on YouTube. But if you would like to go and check it out and maybe don't bash me too much, that would be helpful. It's over at youtube.com forward slash homeschool on and you'll see it there there's also a messy homeschool room tour that i feel like you want to watch i just feel like you just need to see that and otherwise you guys i've said this like four times now i keep closing and then i keep talking so let's just close this have an awesome week and keep calm and homeschool on